when you are in an environment or in a community, in a household with a philosophy that is not a positive one, you may have adopted a negative lifestyle. You may have adopted a pessimistic lifestyle. You may have adopted a pessimistic philosophy on everything that happens in life. And then therefore, life has continued to manifest those same things. Empower You Podcast is devoted to bringing real world wisdom and encouragement to our listeners. We discuss a multitude of life principles and the process from an economic, cultural, and societal perspective. We believe that through tough conversations and shared wisdom, we can pave the path and leave a ladder for the future. Subscribe to our channel and let us empower you. Welcome back to Empower You Podcast. How y'all doing today? Um, so today, I'm just going to be um, doing some reflections for you today. There's been a lot of things going on, um, a lot of resistance I've been experiencing. Um, some of you all may know this, but some of you may not. I just have had, uh, you know, a lot of changes in my schedule. Um, my computers <laughs> have kind of all died on me. So, you know, it has really kind of thrown a wrench in a lot of the plans that I've been making. But nevertheless, um, I'm here. I'm here and I'm still learning and growing and getting better. I have not allowed any of the setbacks to determine my output, to determine um, how I show up for myself or on this podcast, um, and I'm thankful for that. And in in thinking through these things this morning, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to say, trying to figure out how I wanted to to connect with you all today. And um, I decided to be super transparent to let you know that stuff is kind of in flux over here but I'm learning so much at such a rapid pace it's hard not to feel like everything is falling apart which in some cases um it may be but that doesn't mean that the immediate appearance of things falling apart is the actual picture that's being developed if that makes sense. So today, we're going to be talking about philosophy. And um, we're going to do a short review of a book that I read and that I've recently revisited. It's called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. When you get an opportunity, I really think you should check this book out. It is an incredible book. Um, and... I'm going to read some of it for you. I'm going to give you some of my thoughts about it. And I'm going to help you understand um, what a philosophy is and how it plays into your life and how um, it can very much manifest the things that are going on around you. 
in the way that you look at it, the way that you practice things, um, unbeknownst to you or whether you realize it or not, is all contributed by your philosophy. So we're going to get into it. Um, and I hope you enjoy this. I really, really, really loved this book. And um, it's it's really helped me a lot because, you know, we all go through it. I've been massively successful at some of the things that I've been able to do just in the last year. And with those successes also come some tremendous, you know, um, dips, right? Emotional scoops or swoops or, you know, downturns. It's just, you know, it's just the ebb and flow of life. So we're going to talk about philosophy today. And um, I would love it. I would love it if you shared this podcast with your friends and loved ones. Um, That's if you enjoy it, but I think you'll enjoy it. I'm going to be super real, as I always am. Um, But I just wanted to share with you all. So I hope you enjoy this. And uh, here we go. So the definition of philosophy is the study of the fundamental nature of knowledge, reality, and existence, the theoretical basis of a particular branch of knowledge or experience. So what I think we need to first establish and understand is that many of us are living our lives based off philosophies that we were taught because philosophies are taught through nature and nurture, right? You didn't get to decide whatever environment you grew up in, whatever life circumstance you grew up in, um, all of these things dictate what your philosophy is, what your natural or your organic inherited philosophy is and this is across the board so there is no race class gender um you know sexual orientation this is just a default setting you know your your philosophy is a lot of times the attitudes the environments that you're brought up in And so we first have to realize that if we're going to have this conversation about philosophy. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm prefacing everything with this because I need you to take to remove your emotional persuasion out of this. I want you to just look at yourself and your life objectively as much as you can. I know it's difficult. You know, I get that. But as much as you can, try to remove yourself from this. I want you to just look. Just look. Okay? So, the next question we have, now that we've defined what philosophy is, is what is um, practical philosophy at work? Right? What is it? And I'm going to go to the book now, and I'm going to read you some things that I found really, really helpful in 
explaining what exactly, you know, the practical application of philosophy is and how it looks and shows up in our lives, okay? Here we go. So, in the book, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, it says, your philosophy is what you know, how you hold it, and how it affects what you do. So, in all practical sense, your philosophy is what you know, how you hold it, meaning how you interpret it, how you allow it to, you know, um, how you internalize it, and how it affects what you do. And that's what the entire book is about, right? Your philosophy creates your attitudes, your actions, and your results. And ultimately, it creates your life. Again, this is all from the book. I'm not just making this up. So I want you to take a moment and think about that. Your philosophy creates your attitudes, your actions, your results, and ultimately, it creates your life. So think about yourself, right? Think about what's going on in your life right now. And I want you to now try to figure out what philosophy you have been following, what philosophy you have adopted, right? It's very, very interesting. Now, for myself, um, I'm very actions-oriented, right? I, I love to take action. I'm like, we got to do this right now. You know, I got to be moving. I got to be blah, 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 blah. You know, that's just kind of how I am. And I'm learning that that's not a philosophy. Your philosophy isn't just to take action because, you know, actions aren't necessarily what makes it happen. And in the book, it, it speaks to that. It says, it simply means changing your thinking. Your philosophy means changing your thinking, right? Your philosophy is the reason why diets are not working. Diets and other how-tos don't work for most people for the same reason most how-to books and courses don't work for most people. It isn't that the actions are wrong. It's that the people don't keep doing them. Focusing on actions, the what to do and how to do it, is not enough because it's the attitude behind the actions that keep those actions in place. Now, for me, you know, that next step is like, oh, so I just got to change my attitude. And it says attitudes alone are not the final adjustment. It says focusing on the attitude isn't any more effective than focusing on the actions because attitudes are fickle. Your emotions change. You can't dictate how you feel. No matter how much you may tell yourself you feel positive about this how-to step or that how-to step, what if you just don't? 
Today, you may be excited about getting fit. You may feel like you're 20 minutes, you're going to go 20 minutes on the treadmill, you know. But what if tomorrow you just don't feel like it? To find the path to success, you have to back up one more step. It's, un- it's the understanding behind the attitudes that are behind the actions. Your philosophy is what you know, how you hold it, and how it affects what you do. So, I want you to digest that a little bit. It's not in your actions. It's not in your attitudes. It's the beliefs that you carry that affect your attitude, your actions, your results, and create the life, right? And for myself, that's difficult um, if I'm not being super intentional because I feel like I have to do. I have to do all the time. I have to instantly implement. I have to take absolute action in every opportunity I possibly can. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, because if you're like me, you know, I don't think that's a bad thing. But what I also have to understand, and what I'm hoping you'll understand, is that you have to believe that these actions are the right actions. Don't just do them just because, you know, and then don't beat yourself up, because now that action didn't immediately translate into, like, a dopamine hit, you know? Dopamine is a chemical that you get when you receive notifications on your phone, when you're looking at things. It, it's commonly associated with the effect that social media has on your brain. That's just a small little aside for what dopamine is. But a lot of times, as an action taker, I can be looking for that. I feel like if I took this action or if I take this action, I should immediately get this this kick or something. And that's just not the case. Um, and so one of my notes in in this book was to remain positive, to seek positive people, places, and things. Because if I'm around positive people with positive philosophies and I remain positive and I'm in places and I do things that are positive, those effects will start to play out in my life. Those philosophies will start to be what manifest in my life. I'm going to read something else from the book for you, and we're going to move on. A positive philosophy turns into positive attitude, which turns into positive actions, which turns into positive results, which turns into a positive lifestyle. A negative philosophy turns into a negative attitude, which turns into a negative action, which turns into negative results, which turns into a negative lifestyle. This goes back to the first question. Well, not the first question, the first statement we read um, in our definition, right? Because many of us, if we're not conscious, if we're not intentional, We don't even, we haven't even really evaluated what our philosophy is. 
because we grew up with a certain philosophy. It's what makes us feel normal. It, it's what makes us feel like we have community. Our philosophy is what makes us feel like we belong somewhere because others who also had that same philosophy will eventually become your community. And so when you are in an environment or in a community, in a household with a philosophy that is not a positive one, you may have adopted a negative lifestyle. You may have adopted a pessimistic lifestyle. You may have adopted a pessimistic philosophy on everything that happens in life. And then therefore, life has continued to manifest those same things. And you may have also inherited a very positive philosophy, a very helpful philosophy that has benefited you and allowed you to take advantage of things that other people maybe couldn't. This is not an accusation. This is not me pointing fingers. I'm simply articulating the way philosophies work in our lives, whether we see it or recognize it or not. And some of us, myself included, can feel very isolated because we feel as though our philosophy is not the same philosophy of those who we're around. Our philosophy is different than those who we encounter on a daily basis. Maybe those in your family, maybe those in your community, maybe those on your job, maybe those, um, you know, in, in your church, in your relationship. You could be in a relationship with someone with an entirely different philosophy on life than you. And that might be hindering you all from moving forward or causing friction. Now, I'm not a relationship therapist, nor do I play one on TV or on this podcast. But I am, I'm trying to help us understand a little bit the way we show up in our lives. And how even if we're not thinking about it, we are manifesting a certain philosophy, which affects our attitudes, our actions, our results, and our creates our lives so I'm asking you what is your philosophy and if you even know it and if you don't it's cool I'm not telling you you gotta have it all figured out because none of us do but if we don't have the conversation if we don't bring it up um, we'll never get there and philosophies are invisible they live inside of you and they control you there are philosophies that get you know young black men killed every day there are philosophies that um would make it okay for you to abuse your spouse or your kids there are philosophies that make it okay for you to treat other people poorly to be prejudiced to be sexist to be homophobic there are philosophies that are associated with these types of actions with these types of attitudes and i'm just asking you to look at yourself to just evaluate okay you don't have to air out what you feel or what you're thinking but it's good to have 
a conscious understanding of what your philosophy is. So now I'm going to move on and I'm going to talk about another aspect of philosophy that I think is really important. So whatever your philosophy is, your, your philosophy should have space in it for failure and for and it should also prioritize gradual growth does that make sense your philosophy should have space in it for failure and it should prioritize gradual growth because the reality is growth happens in a gradual way nothing happens all at once and failure is a necessary part of life you cannot escape it and if there's a philosophy that you have subscribed to that makes you feel as though you cannot fail or you cannot make mistakes i would encourage you to challenge that or at least to be very very mindful of it because that can really make you miserable so here's a philosophy that I think is really, really cool. And it's in the book. And it's by Ralph Waldo Emerson. And the philosophy is this. Do the thing and you shall have the power. It is profoundly simple and just as powerful. The sort of wisdom you can actually apply in everyday life. Nike simplified this philosophy for MTV's generation in the Just Do It slogan. That's a philosophy, right? I just read that from the book. That's a philosophy. Do the thing and you shall have the power. I'm going to read to you another philosophy. And this one is by Thomas J. Watson Sr. The formula for success is quite simple. Double your rate of failure. Isn't that interesting? It says the formula for success is quite simple. Double your rate of failure. Now, if you're anything like me, <laughs> if you're anything like me, you take failures very, very, very personally. And I'm learning to detach myself from the appearance of failure. Because the appearance of failure just means whatever you just tried may not have worked or it may also have a, a seemingly negative impact right because you know nobody died you just maybe feel some kind of way after you did something and so i i tend to want to shy away from that i'm learning to lean into it but that's something that i have to really be intentional about I'm going to read some of this from the book, um, and it talks about two very different types of attitudes, okay? And it says this, there are two prevalent types of attitudes, entitled and value-driven. A value-driven attitude says, what can I do to help you? An entitled attitude says, what have you done for me lately? An entitled attitude says, pay me more and then I'll work harder. A value-driven attitude says, I'll work harder and then I, I expect you'll pay me more. 
Which of these attitudes is driven by Emerson's philosophy, do the thing and you'll have the power? Your philosophy is what you know, how you hold what you know, and how it affects what you do. You can look at anyone's actions, trace back through the attitudes behind those actions to their source, the philosophy behind the attitudes. Show me what a man does and I'll show you what his philosophy is. So again, we're back at this at this point where we realize that everything we do is a part of our philosophy. Everything we do is a part of the manifestation, the, the participation in a certain type of um, prescribed branch of knowledge or experience, right? And so we really have to start evaluating our own philosophies as we go through things, as we experience challenge, as we endure whatever our process is. I want you to ask yourself again right now, what is your philosophy? Right? While you're thinking about that, I'm going to read to you a little bit more, okay? This is from the book. It says, by and large, people are looking in the wrong places. They are looking for a breakthrough. They're looking for that amazing quantum leap. The philosophy of the craps table and the roulette wheel. I don't believe they'll ever find it. I've had colossal failures and I've had remarkable successes. And my experience is neither one happens in quantum leaps. They happen through the slight edge. The purpose of this book is to have you understand the slight edge philosophy, to make it part of how you see the world and how you live your life every day. To understand patience, to understand that the, that the little steps compounded do make a difference. That the things you do every single day, the things that don't look dramatic, that don't even look like they matter, do matter. That they not only make a difference, they make all the difference. Success is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Successful people do what unsuccessful people are not willing to do. There is a natural progression to everything in life. Plant, cultivate, harvest. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Plant, cultivate, harvest. It's the little things, the little intentional things. I often forget these things. I just do, because over time, you can start to look for that quantum leap. You can start to look for that big bang. And when it doesn't happen, you start to feel like, oh, well, I'm messing everything up. I'm, I'm failing at this. No, you're inching your way closer. You're planting the seed and you're cultivating it. 
And each one of those steps, planting, cultivating, harvesting, these are very, very intentional steps. And you can't really, I mean, they, they all take sacrifice, intentional sacrifice, intentional attention. And so whatever it is that you want to be successful at, maybe it's being a good parent, maybe it's being a good spouse, maybe it's being a good doctor, maybe it's being a good student, maybe it's being a good husband, maybe it's being a good son or friend or whatever it is that you are trying to be successful at, understand that it is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal and that you're going to have to do things that other people are not willing to do. And so this is where that philosophy changes. So the philosophy, the actions associated with the philosophy of those around you may be different from yours because you're willing to do what they're not willing to do. You're willing to sacrifice in ways that they're not willing to sacrifice. That just means your philosophy is different. You're not broken. You're not broken. Your philosophy is different. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Do the thing and you will have the power. Just do the thing and do the little things. I hope that makes sense for you. Listen, I could read on and on and on about this book, but I'm not going to hold you any longer. But I am going to ask you something. What is it that you truly desire to be? What is it that you truly desire to accomplish? And then I want you to think about what philosophy you're going to need to adopt in order to make that happen. Because in my experience, the philosophy you grew up with is not the one that you're going to need for your journey. That does not mean that you grew up in a bad environment or that your parents don't love you or that uh, that's none of that is what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that the philosophy that you grew up with may not be the philosophy that you need to go forward, that you need in order to accomplish what you truly desire. So I really hope that you take a moment and think about what you want and what your philosophy is. Your life up until this point has been a reflection of your philosophy. And it's okay. This is not an accusation. I'm not here to make you feel bad. I'm just here to ask you to ask yourself, what is your philosophy? I have been willing to do whatever it takes, but I've also focused a lot on my actions. And I have to back up a step and understand that everything has a life cycle, has a natural progression, plant, cultivate, harvest. Most of us want to harvest. Most of us quit somewhere between plant and cultivate. <laughs> 
It's just true. And so I'm asking you, what is it that you really want? And what philosophy are you going to need to adopt in order to make that happen? In order to give yourself what you deserve? Listen, thank you so much for listening. Um, for anybody who's just joining, you know, this is, this is what Empower You Podcast is about. We really want to dig deep. We want to figure it out. We want to examine ourselves so that we can show up for ourselves properly. So that we can manifest the right things in our lives. Because it's not just about you. Your family, the people that you meet, the people you could be a blessing to. The situations you could impact positively. They all depend on you showing up for yourself correctly. And if you're not exercising the proper philosophy, you're just never going to be able to really show up for yourself. Because you're showing up as somebody else. Not you. So, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you'll share this. Um, you can go to Empower You Podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, and uh, you can drop a message. Um, you can share a story. You can hit me in the DMs. Um, tell me what you think of this. Uh, leave a comment. Leave a review. Leave a five-star review and a comment and tell me what you think about this. Tell me what your philosophy is like. Um, we got to do it, y'all. As men... As a man, we have to do it. And for ladies, you have to do it as well. And for any of the other identifiers in between or around, we have to do it. We have to identify our philosophies. What do we really want? And what philosophy do we need in order to make that happen? So, all right, y'all. You all have a terrific day. And I will talk to you. A little later. Peace. Empower You Podcast is devoted to bringing real world wisdom and encouragement to our listeners. We discuss a multitude of life principles and the process from an economic, cultural, and societal perspective. We believe that through tough conversations and shared wisdom, we can pave the path and leave a ladder for the future. Subscribe to our channel and let us empower you.